Good morning, friends. You're listening to a Hasty Podcast. I'm your Twitter addict, Weston Hasty. And you're listening to a Hasty Podcast. <laughs> I had a moment there. Mm. Having my coffee today. Guys, we've got some exciting news. Uh, I mean, like, it's not anything crazy. I, you've probably noticed it uh, if you are used to listening to the podcast or watching the podcast, whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening to it on your favorite podcasting website. Uh, I've got some news, though. We, we have a logo, like an official, actual, like, logo that isn't just, like, my face on a, on some random picture slightly blurred out with just a hasty podcast written on it or whatever. It's a logo. It's a little microphone made out of, like, a coffee cup with some steam coming out of it or whatever. It's pretty dope, right? Pretty slick? Pretty sleek? I like it. What do you guys think? I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> That's my news. That's my big news uh, that I wanted to, to to mention. It was yesterday. Yesterday, uh, after the podcast, I, I said I had the day off and I wanted to work on some podcast stuff. I wanted to work on it a little bit because I haven't been and I was thinking about it and I was looking at my sort of logos and designs and I was thinking to myself that like, man, I want something that like screams out more like, hey, this is a podcast, right? Like if I had a logo that isn't just my face, right? Because I, no one knows who I am. I'm a nobody, right? I'm, I'm a nobody and I'm okay with that. I get it. All right. I get it. It's not personal. I, no, no one just looks at my face and says, hey, that's Weston. This must be his podcast. No, no one does that. So I'm like, I need a logo that if someone sees it sitting somewhere on, on a thumbnail or art or something, they're like, ah, must be a podcast. So that's what I went with. I think it's pretty cool. I think it, I mean, it's simple. It's pretty simple, I think. But uh, it will do, at least for the time being. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, makes the podcast look a little bit more uh, professional-ish. <laughs> Maybe I'm jumping a little bit too far into trying to make it look professional, considering that I'm just coming back from having not been recording and uploading, releasing, streaming. How, what do you call it? Podcasts here lately. But... It makes me feel good, and that was, uh, that, that, at the end of the day, I think that's what's important, <laughs> is that I feel good about what I'm doing. But, yeah, it's exciting. Let me know what you guys think. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Weston Hasty with the hashtag HastyPodcast, and you can leave comments and questions you have about anything at all, but especially let me know what you think about the new logo design. Like it? Don't like it? Yay, nay? Etc. I'd love to hear from you. But welcome to my podcast where we talk about video games. Uh, I have a lot of video game stuff I want to talk about. So we do talk about video games, as well as other movies or shows that I might be consuming, you know, things in the entertainment industry that have caught my attention, as well as things in, like, social media that has caught my attention. I do occasionally talk about, like, social media. It's basically anything that happens to have my interest at the given time that I decide to record this podcast. And today, that thing that has my attention <laughs> is Twitter Blue. Yeah, yeah, that you heard that right. Twitter Blue. If you haven't heard about this, you're probably either not a Twitter user or just not like, I don't know, a hardcore Twitter user. I don't know. It's only been released in Canada and Australia right now. I don't even know um, off the top of my head now, now that I think about it. I don't even know if it's everyone in Canada and Australia right now uh, or if it's just that's where they're rolling it out. But that's the, those are the two countries that they uh, that Twitter has decided to roll out this new it's not even a feature it's this new subscription service to Twitter users and my guess I don't know maybe maybe I'm being a little too United States centric in this line of thinking you tell me 
you know, typical American thinking about Americans. But my guess is that they're too afraid to release it in America first in case they have bugs or things that they need to work out. And they know that a huge portion of their user base is in America, in the United States. And they're like, we don't want to screw this up when we launch it in the United States. Let's release it in Canada and Australia. That's what I'm thinking is happening. It's like when fleets, when when, uh, Twitter fleets launch in India first. And look, nothing against India. It just seemed like a really random country to be like, this is the one and only uh, country we're going to release it first to test things. It's like... Twitter, what are you on about? What, why? <laughs> but um, I don't know. I still don't have access to fleets. I, I think everyone's supposed to have access to fleets. If you have an, at least if you have an Android device, is it on iOS? I don't. I don't have it. If you don't know what fleets are, it's basically like stories from like Facebook or Instagram or something like that, right? But for Twitter, I don't have access to it. That's not the topic for dis- to today's uh, uh, discussion. <laughs> Whatever this is. Whatever this uh, sort of explanation is. I just want to talk about this, though. Twitter Blue. It's Twitter's new subscription service. And uh, just, just to, I'm just going to read it. I read the first paragraph just to give you the feeling for how excited Twitter must apparently be for this new offering, right? It's it, This is coming from Twitter's blog at blog.twitter.com. We've heard from the people that use Twitter a lot, and we mean a lot, that we don't always build power features that meet their needs. Well, that's about to change. We took this feedback to heart and are developing and iterating upon a solution that will give the people who use Twitter the most what they are looking for. Access to exclusive features and perks that will take their experience on Twitter to the next level. Sounds pretty dope, right? Sounds like they must have some really powerful tools, some really powerful exclusive tools up their sleeve. That they want to bring to Twitter's most uh, biggest power users, right? I'll let you be the judge as I explain what these what these three different features that they are now offering to Twitter Blue subscribers. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it now, just because I'll forget it later. If you're interested and you're a Canadian Australian user, the price for this subscription it is a subscription to Twitter. You're a monthly subscription to Twitter. It's three fifty uh, Canadian or four fifty Australian a month for this new uh, subscription service. Now, off the top of my head, I don't know what that is in dollars and cents because even if I did a conversion, there's a chance Twitter will would just charge different countries different rates. So I don't know what it'll be when it comes to America or any other country. I don't know, but that's what it is. Looking at three fifty Canadian, four fifty Australian, that's probably somewhere within the range of three to five bucks in the United States. Is probably what they're gonna charge. They're probably gonna try to get away with five if they can, depending on how these tests go. If I had to guess, since everybody and their grandma wants to charge you five dollars a month for something, but anyway, uh, this is Twitter Blue. It's supposed to have these unique new features. So if you become a Twitter Blue subscriber, which by the way, Twitter Blue, like, <laughs> it reminds me of YouTube Red. When YouTube came out with YouTube Red, and then they decided to like change their name, right? So I'm I'm very curious to see if like a few months down the road, Twitter's like, nah, Twitter Blue sounds stupid. It's gonna be Twitter Plus Premium or something stupid. Uh, so we'll see how long the name sticks around. It just reminded me immediately of YouTube Red, and that didn't go over fantastically well on launch either. Twitter Blue has three new like sort of exclusive features. One of them is the most exciting thing. Uh, one of them is more exciting than the others, I should say. Um, and I have some thoughts about it. So I'm going to save that for last. The first thing 
is that you will unlock a bookmarked folder, or at least bookmarked folders. I don't know exactly if you create them yourself or you have access to them. My understanding is that you create them yourself, and it's just folders. You will have the ability to make folders on Twitter to which you can save tweets, your favorite tweets or whatever. If, so, if, if, if there's, I don't know, a cute dog pic on Twitter that you, are, you just never want to lose, instead of just saving the photo to your phone or something, you can save the whole darn tweet to Twitter by putting it in a folder. Um, I'll read it from the blog just so that you, I'm not misrepresenting it. Want an easy way to better organize your saved content? Bookmark folders let you organize the tweets you've saved by letting you manage content so when you need it, you can find it easily and efficiently. Now, I don't know about you. Okay, look, I'm a little addicted to Twitter. I'm on it several minutes a day, if not, I've never timed it. Probably an hour of my day is lost to Twitter, if not more, sometimes. I feel like I use Twitter a lot, but apparently I'm not that big a power user because I've never saved content on Twitter. What, what does that mean? I know there's like moments. I know you can make lists. I know that stuff, right? But who are people saving tweets for later? Like not your own tweets, other people's tweets. Have you ever scrolled through Twitter, seen someone else's tweet and you're like, man, what a bomb tweet. I would love to save that for me to look at later. Have you? I have never. I have never had that thought cross my mind. Ever. There's something about Twitter that back in its day, back in its earlier days, right? When, you know, back when tweets were 140 characters or less, there was no algorithm to deliver you specific kinds of tweets. It was just all chronological. When it was happening, it was happening. There was something very ephemeral about Twitter, right? Something very ephemeral that you tweet something out, something meaningless, it pops up, it scrolls by, and in a day or two or three, basically, it's forgotten. Never to be seen again unless someone really looks hard for it, right? There's something ephemeral about Twitter, about just tweeting something out into the universe and it not really lasting forever in the minds and consciousnesses of people. Obviously, it's, like, archived and exists, right? It's not like, I don't know, a Snapchat picture that's like, deletes itself, but... There was something sort of ephemeral in spirit about tweets and Twitter. If you don't like that, bookmark folders is exactly the thing for you. I don't understand this. I don't, I, I don't, are people doing that? It must be a thing. The only thing I can think of is people that steal content from Twitter in the same way that they steal content from like Reddit for like memes and stuff. You know what I mean? Like when people steal content from Reddit or Twitter and make like YouTube videos and compilations of that content for, for money, basically, right? Where you just steal other people's jokes and memes and stuff. That's all I can really think about. I don't see what your casual, typical, everyday user could possibly be doing with a bookmarks folder, but maybe I'm wrong. Let me know. That's my f- feelings and thoughts about that. Then, uh, then second thing, reader mode. This is so dumb. Let me read it to you. Let me read reader mode to you here. Reader mode provides a more beautiful reading experience by getting rid of the noise. We are making it easier for you to keep up with long threads on Twitter by turning them into easy-to-read text so you can read all the latest content seamlessly. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I I, I want to... I want to... I want to... Let's pick apart. Let's pick this apart. 
let's pick apart what exactly Twitter is saying here. We want to create a more beautiful reading experience by getting rid of the noise. What does that mean? One, the entire premise of the whole goddamn platform is a reading experience. Instagram is mostly picture-based. YouTube is more video-based. Twitter is more like text-based, right? Yeah, you can put pictures of video and stuff on Twitter, but it's a very text-based experience. Are you saying that you believe your current, the way your platform currently runs is cluttered and ugly? That's what you're saying, right? You're going to create a new method of delivering specifically threads that 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 makes the app less ugly and less cluttered i think twitter i, I twitter i think i think the problem isn't that you need to charge people for a, a thread reading mode i think it's that you need to make your app a little more user friendly beautiful and seamless out of the gate it's, it's honestly the same thing with the bookmarks folder Honestly, I don't know why we're paying a subscription for something that very few people are going to use, but you could probably just make available for free anyway to everybody. Like, like, it just seems like a feature that should exist if you truly believe it has any worthwhile use. I don't think it does, so I don't think it needs to happen. But reader mode? Reader mode? You want to charge people upwards of $5 or whatever a month, whatever the conversion turns out to. You want to charge people to make the app less crap to read and specifically for threads. Now, I'm very curious to know if like this is something you have to like enable. Like if you open a thread and then there's a button and you click it and then it enables reader mode. But I, how many people, again, this, this must be a power user thing. How many people are spending long periods of time on Twitter reading long threads on a platform that remember back in the old days when it was 140 characters or less, no threading. Now it's, you know, 280 characters per tweet, but you can thread it and just keep going for eternity. Having an eternal thread, if you want a thread for anyone that doesn't understand, it's just like a tweet that's attached to a previous tweet. So like, while you can only have 280 characters in one tweet, you can just follow it up with another tweet that's attached to that one. So if someone clicks on the first tweet, they can see all the other following tweets that are related to your original tweet. So it's a thread. Um, it, you're, you're probably familiar with that. That's what that means, basically. What my guess is, is what this mode does is instead of reading each tweet like boxed separately, like they're separate tweets, it will just make it all one giant tweet. So if you have like, a 10 tweet thread of a message, it will just, instead of making it look like 10 tweets, it will make it look like it was one tweet all along. So it's like, you know, 2,800 characters long instead of 280, right? That's the idea. But, but just for reading it, I don't really understand the need for this, for one, because I think it's easy enough to read tweets in a thread you just click on it you just scroll and yeah it's got some extra stuff kind of in the way or whatever but if you combine them all into one tweet thing you can't really like look at people's comments halfway through threads and so I, I guess it depends on how much you care about reading people's replies to a tweet how much you care about that how much you care about replying specifically to a section of the tweet it depends how much you care about like the individualization of each tweet in a thread if you don't care about that and you're only you you're only reading 
through Twitter. You're not really using it. You're not tweeting yourself. You're not replying. You're only reading it. I guess that's why it's reader mode. But I just... Upwards of $5 so far for just another way to read Twitter, right? And a way to bookmark tweets that honestly you shouldn't care that much about. So far, I'm really not impressed. I'm not, anyway. I don't get it. Again, maybe maybe I don't understand power users on Twitter, but you're charging money for features that either you should just make possible anyway to make your app better than it is instead of less crap, right? It should just exist, or it's something that, honestly, I can't imagine very many people care about. It, again, it's, I get that like they're trying to target very few people here. They said, for the people that use Twitter the most, you're introducing a subscription system to charge like I don't know a thousand people in the world five bucks I don't I don't know it just seems so strange to me here's the last one though it's it's almost the last one there, there's a little extra bonus thing I'll talk about later but it's stupid <laughs> one more thing now this one kind of I think is going to rub people the wrong way and I think it's completely warranted undo tweet there's an undo tweet feature this I think is the big this is the, the entree this is the big one that they're trying to sell, that Twitter's trying to sell their subscription, Twitter Blue, they're trying to sell it to people. The undo tweet feature. Let me read it to you. Typo? Forgot to tag someone? Preview and revise your tweet before it goes live. With undo tweet, you can set a customizable timer of up to 30 seconds to click undo before the tweet, reply, or thread you've sent posts to your timeline. Correct mistakes easily by previewing what your tweet will look like before the world can see it. So basically, basically, it's like a soft edit button, but in the most half-hearted way possible. If you've been on Twitter for a while, you know that people ask have been asking for an edit button for a very long time. Every since forever basically now i've been very much of the opinion that you don't need an edit button you can you just delete a tweet and re-upload a tweet i've always been on team ephemeral right that tweets weren't ever meant to be shiny and perfect right but as times have changed and twitter has evolved there's a lot of very serious business talk and announcements and stupid stuff like that that happens on twitter and there's, there are a lot of people that want to look professional or perfect or yada, yada, yada on Twitter, and they want to be able to edit their tweets when there's mistakes in them. I get that. And, of course, we can go down the whole, the whole rabbit hole of how an edit button could be used maliciously on the site. Uh, most people ignore that argument because while that might be true, it's something that's possible on other platforms, and for the most part, people don't use use it maliciously or even care so it shouldn't be a big deal on twitter we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole we're not gonna do it point is i know people want an edit button so this is twitter kind of adding an edit button but almost not really at all whatsoever and to that end because they didn't add an edit button this feature is pointless to pay for i feel like people are gonna get excited for this but let's just think about this for a minute you set a customizable timer all right now, I don't know if this is something you set and forget in the settings, that, like I always want a 30-second timer or what. But again, I don't know how long this timer is going to be. So like their example is 30 seconds. I don't know if it's like between five seconds and a minute or whatever the case might be, where basically when you hit the tweet button, it just doesn't tweet it right away. It holds it there 
and you have to wait for it before it goes live. And while you're waiting for that, that 30 seconds, while you're waiting for 30 seconds just staring at your tweet before it goes out, if you see a typo, you can hit undo, and it cancels the timer, and it cancels the post. And it doesn't delete it. It just cancels the posting of it. It doesn't go live. It just stays there. And you can fix anything you saw, and then you can hit tweet again, and it'll go into the timer again. And when the timer's out, if you don't change anything and you don't stop it, when the timer ends, it actually posts the tweet. <sighs> Let's think about this for a minute. Who would like to use this feature? I don't like a journalist. Say a journalist posting a tweet to an article or trying to write a quick synopsis of some news thing that happened or whatever. Let's say a journalist is using this feature. They write their tweet, they hit tweet, and it goes in timer mode. And they, they're looking at it and like, oh, I wonder if there's any typos here before it goes out. And they look for it, they see one, they undo tweet, fix it, and then tweet again. It goes out, bada bing, Bob's your uncle. Sounds like a brilliant move, right? So, oh, that sounds great. Oh yeah, I would love to be able to edit my like, 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 review, not even edit, review my tweets before they go out live. Let's just think about that for a minute. What if, here, hear me out, what if, before you even hit the tweet button, period, ever, at all, whatsoever, before you just touch the tweet button, if you're a journalist, maybe you should review your tweet! <laughs> I don't see how giving yourself an arbitrary timer before the tweet goes out, changes the likelihood that you will find and catch a typo in a tweet. I don't. I don't see that. And for the vast majority of people that aren't like journalists or whatever, like using the wrong there or the wrong to in your tweet might be mildly embarrassing, but it's Twitter. No one cares. And if some and if someone does care and like tries to reply to your tweet like, oh, you used the wrong there. Oh, you used the wrong too. Oh, you used the wrong your or something like that. You misspelled this, misspelled that. It's probably a new Twitter user that doesn't understand that one, no one cares. Two, you can't edit it. Three, that no one's going to care about this tweet. No one's going to see this tweet again in the course of the next day, two or three. In a week, that tweet is long forgotten and gone. I mean, unless you stick it and save it in a bookmarked folder, which is what they're trying to introduce. Like, because for some reason, Twitter's trying to make tweets last forever. I, I, I don't understand. I, if you, because this is not an edit button. This is not an edit button. It is just a way to try to force yourself, if you really care, if you care a lot, to force yourself to review every tweet you send before it actually goes out. But again, if you care that much, like say you're in an industry where you need to have very carefully edited tweets, you can just do that now. You don't need an undo button. So this undo tweet feature, I think is a trap. I think it's a trap. I think this is supposed to look as close to an edit button as Twitter is willing to release. It's supposed to look as close to one as possible to get people to sign up for their Twitter blue right? And spend that money on that sweet, sweet subscription service. But it doesn't actually offer anything of value to the user, in my opinion. I think when you read it at face value, it sounds like it's adding value. It sounds like, oh yeah, that seems like a good idea. But in practice, I can't imagine it actually adding value to your life. 
I mean, I, I have a hard time imagining that Twitter adds value to anyone's life these days. I, I, I've, I, I'm, a, I, I'm a Twitter addict. I'm on it all the time. But often I'm on Twitter when I'm unhappy or I get on Twitter and become unhappy. <laughs> so it's, I don't know, social media, I've, I've gotten a bit of a toxic relationship with these days. But, um, and I only mention that because maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm not the target audience. That's fine. That's fair. Heck, maybe I'm still holding a vendetta because Twitter didn't let me get fleets. I have a phone. I have an Android device updated. It can run it. I, it, it they won't give it to me. So maybe, maybe I'm just holding out a grudge, a vendetta, or something like that. But I'm looking at these offerings between folders to you know make my life more cluttered than it already is or freaking reader mode which just admits that your app is broken and hard to read or undo tweet which doesn't actually change anything and there's nothing of value here to be spending upwards of five dollars a month on 350 canadian or 450 australian there's nothing here unless you're really into the fact that subscribers will also be able to change what the twitter icon looks like on your phone yeah, instead of that little blue bird, I, it could be, I don't know, a rainbow bird on Pride Month or something, right? I don't know. And I don't know if you're going to be able to customize it yourself or you'll just have a, several options. <laughs> like, uh, here's, here's the end of their little blog post. Subscribers will also get access to perks, such as customizable app icons for the device's home screen and fun color themes for their Twitter app. And will have access to dedicated subscription customer support. One, fun color themes and being able to customize your Twitter app icon, you could just make that available for free. And honestly, people would love that and love you for it. But they, they want to charge you money for it. And I get it. It's fine. It's like, I don't know, come, as a gamer, I get it. You're trying to sell Twitter skins for money. That's literally what they're doing. Like a Fortnite skin or something, right? Twitter's trying to sell skins to us for a subscription service. All right, Twitter, fair play. I didn't realize you were turning into, a, like, I don't know, a weird gaming app. I, I don't know. In a few months, maybe we'll have Twitter loot boxes, too. So there's that, if you're really into that. And then there's also dedicated subscription customer support. I don't understand what that means. If it's going to be customer support related to subscription features. So, like, if I'm having issues with my bookmarks folder, I can call up customer support and be like, my bookmarks folder doesn't work. Which I don't have any idea how that like why a bookmark folder wouldn't work or why reader mode wouldn't work. So I don't know if it's dedicated customer support to those features specifically or if it means that paying for the subscription unlocks dedicated customer support for the entire Twitter platform in general um, and, and, and just broadly speaking. That might be the most valuable thing here of everything because if you are someone who uses either Twitter a lot or if you're some kind of celebrity or organization or business or something like that, you you probably wouldn't mind paying extra money to have dedicated customer support for whatever you're doing on Twitter. If you're running events, if you're running ads, which I know Twitter ads is a different thing. I'm sure that you can get customer support easily through that. But, you know, just in general, just having dedicated customer support, that might be valuable. But I'm a little unclear as to whether or not the the customer support is related to the subscription features exclusively or just for twitter broadly i don't know and that's also just a footnote at the end of their blog so honestly i don't know how much thought has gone into that whereas the other three points i mentioned earlier are giant 
blocks in their blog with pictures to go along with it to make you get excited for these features. And then the the dedicated customer support is just a little blurb at the end. So I don't know that that's really being highly focused on at all whatsoever or how useful the the, the quote-unquote dedicated customer service will be or how much pe- uh, Twitter expects people to actually use it. And that's kind of the end of their blog post. And that's uh, the, the synopsis and of, of Twitter Blue. And I think you kind of have, I think now, now that we've gotten over this individually, I think you have a good idea of what my opinion on it is. And it's not very good. It's not very high. I was really hoping for a lot more out of Twitter Blue. I heard that subscriptions on Twitter were coming uh, specifically for being able to subscribe to the specific accounts. And then those accounts can offer their subscribers different perks. So I could have like exclusive subscriber only tweets that you have to like subscribe to me for five dollars a month or whatever the whatever it will be. I knew that I knew that that is coming. I've heard that that's coming, and we're gonna review those features when they come out as well eventually. That's not what we're talking about today. That's something else that hasn't happened yet. This is subscribing specifically to Twitter as in as a whole, and I don't think Twitter is offering a lot for people to do so. Now, I don't, I'm not going to say it's going to fail. I don't know that it's going to really cost Twitter very much in terms of resources to offer this. It, I, just, I, I just think it's really weak. I think it's really weak coming from Twitter that they're not really changing the gameplay the, the game game of Twitter for its, its top-tier users. I don't think so. We'll see as more and more people use it. So far on my Twitter timeline, I just see people mocking it which is kind of what I'm doing as well. But also, I'm in the United States, and a lot of people I follow on Twitter are United States or, like, somewhere in, in, uh, in, in like, Great Britain or the United Kingdom or something like that, right? I, I, that's a lot of the people that I follow. I don't know a lot of Australian users. I don't know a lot of Canadian users. Some, some, but I don't think that they've picked up Twitter Blue. So I haven't heard much in terms of positive coming from it, only that it sounds hilariously dumb, and I honestly have to agree. And now you've heard all about it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it, how it goes if they start releasing it to more countries and if they start offering more things. I think it's fine that they're introducing this framework for Twitter Blue to be like, there will be a subscription service and we plan on offering additional perks and stuff that are exclusive to users. I think as an initial offering, though, this is pretty weak. And for the most part, doesn't actually add value to the platform. That's my opinion. I'd love to hear yours. You can tweet at me using the hashtag HastyPodcast. My handle is at WestonHasty. If you would like to let me know what you think about Twitter Blue or honestly anything, uh, I have other podcast episodes that if you watch those, you can also contact me about those. If you have questions, comments, ideas, etc., I'd love to talk about them in a future episode. If you'd like to follow me uh, on all my other projects, I do other things on YouTube and I write some poetry and stuff like that. I have a website. Go follow it. Follow it. Go check it out at uh, westonhasty.com where you can fo- uh, find all my links to all the things that I do. If you'd like to support this podcast, the free thing you can do and perhaps the most helpful thing you can do is spread the word and share this podcast with friends and family and strangers uh, in any way you can on whatever your favorite platform is. I'm available on YouTube as well as your favorite podcasting website, whether it be Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, and if you would like to support the podcast financially with money, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash Weston Hasty. I'm trying to work my way to becoming a full-time creative or a full-time artist or a full-time creator of things. That's kind of my eventual goal. And to that end, uh, anything 
that you contribute helps me get a little bit closer to achieving that so that I can spend more time on my craft. And I appreciate that. I appreciate your consideration. But whatever you guys do, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, Until next time, take care of yourselves and wash your hands. I'm out of here. Bye.